no, I'm not allowing that. No, I'm not available for that. No, I care about where I place my energy and attention. No, I value myself enough to keep my energy in a place where it feels good. Abundance is an inside job and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Hello and welcome, I'm Rebecca Davison, intuition coach and founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, the leading place to develop your intuitive gifts and understand that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. What you feel, think and believe directly contributes to your physical reality. And as an Ascension Guide and Light Leader, I'm committed to bringing you all the latest tools, developments and neuroscience available when it comes to understanding yourself, the relationship that you're having with yourself and how it has a direct impact on the abundance that you create for yourself. This show is for those who identify that their intuition is their greatest guide to bring them happiness, harmony, expansion and money. And with my corporate banking background, you'll receive all the tools you need to create a life you love. If this resonates with you, let's jump into the world of abundance and learn what it takes to experience true freedom. Hello and welcome beauties. This is Rebecca Davison. You're listening to the Intuitive Abundance Podcast. Welcome. We are on episode 40 today which is amazing. And today I want to talk about something that is actually really pretty straightforward, but people miss this a lot. And that is focus. Focus, focus, focus. Because it's such a simple concept, but it's actually one of the things that is, it takes a little bit of work and a little bit of embodiment to really get focus going for you in a way that works. And that really is the ability to focus on what you want to create and to focus on things actually working out for you and trusting that and paying attention to that and activating that. Because as we know, where we place our attention, we're replacing our energy, and where we place our energy, we start activating it. And of course, where we are doing that, the universe is responding to that. So the universe really reflects back to us where we're placing our focus, what we're choosing to activate, and how we feel about all of that. So our work is to really be the person who's making sure that what we're focusing on works for us. Now let's start unpacking this a little bit and the best way to do that probably is to look to the flip side, the side of contrast, which is when you're focusing on what you don't want. And this this is interesting too because the brain really is a blank slate and we, depending on what we put into it, really determines how it operates And if we are focusing on things like, I'm not good enough, or I'm broke, or I don't have any money, or oh my goodness, all these things are happening, and I'm, you know, I'm being challenged with all these bills, or my washing machine's broken down, it can pretty much take you into a free fall really quickly. And it's actually a real skill set to be able to stop yourself from doing that because you know like when you stub your toe and then if you're not careful 
you can allow the energy of that to ripple through the rest of your day and then make things worse. You stub your toe, you can't find your mascara, you're late for work, you can't find your keys, there's lots of traffic. You know, the story that is being created inside of you, how you are choosing to respond to things, it can get out of control really quickly. And of course, that impacts what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and therefore, what you're attracting, whether you're actually in attraction or whether you're actually repelling what it is that you want because of your focus on what you don't want. Because whatever you focus on, you'll attract more of it. You focus on the good stuff, you'll attract more of it. You focus focus on the negativity, you'll attract more of it. And often too, people can feel quite powerless in relationship to this concept. They can feel like, actually, Rebecca, I don't have a choice. Yes, you do. You always do. And if you master this, you will master the process of manifestation and creation. To know, I always have a choice. No matter how I'm feeling, no matter how intense the feelings are, I can actually focus on something that does work for me. And as you can appreciate, this is where, you know, even come up with the concepts of being able to laugh at funerals, which is... The ability to shift your focus in a way that works for you. The ability to shift your focus in a way that works for you. Because here's the thing. If you look for what's wrong, you'll just find more and more and more of it. And in the external world, we could refer to this as duality. Light and dark. You know, and often too, the ego comes in here because the ego, what does it do? It does a couple of things. It loves to identify. It loves to say, this is right, this is wrong. This is good, this is bad. This is black, this is white. This is correct, this is incorrect. This is a pass, this is a fail. And when, you know, the nature of spirituality is to shift from duality into oneness. And in oneness, there is love and acceptance of the light and love and acceptance of the dark. And essentially, it becomes a place of neutrality. It becomes a place of being able to love and accept the darkness and to love and accept the light. One's not actually better than the other. They're both worthy of receiving love, affection, and attention. But when we can come to that place inside of ourselves, that's when we're experiencing oneness because we're not saying this is right and that's wrong, which causes separation and disconnect. We're saying oneness embodies both of it, which is quite ironic too, right? Living on a planet where we have daytime and we have nighttime. You know, when you look to the universe, there is light and there is absence of light. It's the nature of reality to have this experience, but we always have a choice in where we place our focus. And just like during the day, most people aren't thinking about night, but that's often, that's actually quite a good analogy for what happens when people think about their money. They go, I'm experiencing like they have money in the bank account, and maybe it's not as much as they desire, but they have it. But then they spend all their time thinking about the absence of it. So they're walking around in the daytime, literally thinking about nighttime all the time and creating separation and distance and disconnect from the present moment. So being willing to shift your focus back to 
Yes, there is money in my bank account and I'm grateful for the amount that's there and I can increase it and I'm excited about increasing it as opposed to, oh my goodness, I've got no money and how am I going to pay my bills, right? Like you are allowing your mind to rule the roost, which therefore creates a feeling in your body, which creates your mood, which creates your behavior, which impacts your actions that you take. So we need to really commit to being willing to focus on what works as if our life depended on it, because it kind of does, right? Your life really does, you know, the quality of your life is really going to depend on your ability to focus your attention in a way that serves you. Keep on bringing your attention back to what does work, to literally rewrite your own stories. The better you are at this, the quicker you can turn things around, the quicker you will magnetize things to you. When you are in your power, you can magnetize things effortlessly, quickly, but it takes a powerful person to develop that skill set to be able to go, even though the circumstances around me might look really challenging, I still understand that I have a choice and I still understand that I get to focus my attention the way that I want to go and I still understand that I can choose to do that, no matter if something looks really terrible. Right, no matter if you know I'm losing a loved one, instead of focusing on the fact that maybe they're transitioning, you can focus on the fact and be in appreciation of all the times and experiences that you've had with them. And I know this can be super challenging, but also to our emotions, right? You have, want to ask yourself this question, to what level are you actually in control of your own emotions? Because there's nothing worse than knowing that you are at the mercy of your own emotions. And this is self-mastery. When we get to that stage where we're like, I'm having an intense emotional experience, but I also realize that I have a choice. I can continue to give this my energy, focus and attention and allow it to become worse. I can allow my mind to go and find another thought process, which is going to add to the bonfire and ignite more energy and make me feel worse. Or I can actually make the choice to redirect my attention, focus on not necessarily something that's untrue. Like if you're feeling broke and you're asking yourself to concentrate on being a millionaire, but your subconscious is just going to say you are lying to yourself. But if you ask your mind to focus on something that is true, for example, yes, you've paid your bills before, or maybe you've been in a tight spot before, but you've always managed to come through, which is more of a shift towards something that is true for you rather than something that just feels like you're having to convince yourself. If you can gain strength in that, eventually you'll be able to shift your energy, shift your energy, shift your energy, and you won't be thinking about being broke anymore. You'll be thinking more about the opportunities or ways that you can create more money because you're focusing your attention on the possibilities rather than focusing your attention on all the limitations, on, on all the things that aren't there. You'll be able to focus on what is it that I desire? What do I wish to create? How can I monetize what it is that I'm looking to create? If I was wanting to expand my business, how can I create more certainty in that? It is going to be where you focus your attention. And you always have control over this. I had an experience like probably about two weeks ago where I had a succession of things that were 
they were just kind of snowballing, right? They were just going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And by about lunchtime, I was like, ah, you know, I was really feeling it in my body. But then because I've done the work and I'm reminding myself and I'm consistent in that practice, I said to myself, this is so funny, right? That you teach other people about this and now's your opportunity to lean in and to kind of reach up to the universe and ask for that helping hand, which is show me, right? Show me how no matter how I'm feeling this intense, contracted, negative feeling that I still have a choice here. And I was actually able to shift that feeling and sensation in about 10, 15 minutes. It took a little bit of work. It took a little bit of effort, but it also took having a boundary with self, right? And the boundary with self is really like, I'm not available to hang out in negative energy. I'm not going to allow my own inner victim to rule the roost. I'm not going to allow lower frequencies, negative emotions, negative thought processes to hold me back from what it is that I choose to create. And the more proficient that you become at this, the quicker you'll be able to focus your attention on what it is that you do want to create, the better you're going to feel, the more energy you'll be have behind your creations, the more you'll start magnetizing people to your work. And again, it creates a snowball effect, but you're the one who determines which way that snowball goes. Is it going to go towards what you want to create? Is it going to gather momentum and speed impact in terms of creating your dreams and desires? Or are you going to let the snowball kind of run you over and take you out? Right? You being able to direct your focus, your energy, your attention, what you're thinking, how you're feeling is a game changer. And realizing in the first instance, you always have a choice. I remember one time I was actually driving at the bottom of my hill and I was going around the corner. And I remember in that moment, because I had done a lot of work on my mind at that point in time, that was a few years ago now. And I remember it was crazy because I was, I could, I was seeing, it was like I was observing my mind and I could see that the thought process that was wanting to come up was going to take me to a place where I did not feel good about myself. And simultaneously in that same moment, there was another aspect of me that was like, no, I'm not going to allow my thought to go to that place. And for me, so I stayed in a place where I felt good. I didn't allow myself to go there to me. That was a moment of profound clarity in terms of self-mastery because I was like, no, I'm not allowing that. No, I'm not available for that. No, I care about where I place my energy and attention. No, I value myself enough to keep my energy in a place where it feels good. And when you make that shift, it really does become about how much better can I feel than this? How much longer can I hold the frequency of feeling amazing in my body? It's kind of like strength training for the upside. You know, if you're in a lot of contrast, a lot of negativity, if you're not feeling good about life, just aim for neutrality because there's more spaciousness in neutrality. If you're suffering, everything will feel contracted in your energy field. It will feel tight. It'll feel uncomfortable. It'll feel difficult. So the work is to really go to neutrality, which is more open, more spacious. And then from neutrality, you can aim for a quantum leap into more joy and bliss. Because the work is really the expansion of you, expansion of your energy field, the expansion of your emotional field in a way that feels good. 
So again, if you're in suffering, aim for neutrality. If you're already in neutrality, aim for expansion and then do the work to keep yourself in amazing frequencies for longer periods of time. You know, it is unrealistic, of course, to feel like you can be happy all the time. But interestingly enough, I actually, deep down, never admitted this before, but I totally believe it's possible. Because when you realize that you are the one that determines what things mean, when you realize that, you have control over everything. And you can determine what things mean. And therefore, you can have them mean what feels good. Right? Even, um, and I know a lot of people will find that really challenging, but play with it. What would it feel like to live in a reality that no matter what was happening, you could always see the positive in it? That no matter what was occurring, you could see that there was a benefit on some level, right? And even in the darkest of times, in the most contrast, what's the benefit? If you ask your soul, your soul will always ask you that. Maybe sometimes it's strength. Maybe it's resilience. Maybe it's patience. Maybe it's the cultivation of more compassion, Maybe it's to understand that if we treat ourselves badly or treat other people badly, it affects all of us, right? There's always something to be gained. There's always a silver lining, but we have to look for it and we have to train ourselves to look for it. A lot of the times people will hear something like this and they'll think, oh, you're just being a Pollyanna, right? Or you're not being realistic or that's not based in the rational world, And then you have to ask yourself, well, what are you choosing? Because it's not even a discussion about whether there is contrast present or not. Of course there is. There will always be probably another pandemic, another war, another conflict, contrast, distress, you know, all the things that we know are incorrect with society. But our power is in how we choose to perceive them and what we make them mean. And if we have the ability to do this, to take responsibility for this for ourselves, I literally believe this is how we create world peace, is by taking ownership for our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own projections, our own reality, and choosing a reality that is positive, choosing a reality that you can look for the silver lining. Because you can argue all you want for your limitations, Again, if you look for what's wrong, you will inevitably find it and find plenty of it. And I think this is one of the things that can be really activating about stepping into being a creator. Like the three levels really of enlightenment is to know yourself, to accept yourself, which of course to know yourself means you see the light in the dark. To accept yourself means that you see the light in the dark and accept it. And to know yourself as the creator, which means that you've really embodied the light and the dark within inside of yourself. I think that's really important for people to realize you didn't come to this planet to suffer. You came to know yourself as a creator being. You know, A Course in Miracles especially, which is one of my go-tos, when we read information like that, it helps you to remember deep into the deepest parts of your being that joy is actually your natural state. And if you're not experiencing joy on a consistent basis, then something is actually out of alignment. There's something not correct 
And I know that might feel like a lofty ideal to a lot of people, but that is the process of ascension. When you're experiencing more joy, you've probably mastered your relationship with yourself. You know yourself, you've accepted yourself, you're loving the light and the dark, you're choosing to live in oneness. You've let go of judgment. You're not making things right or wrong. You're in that place of like where I choose to place my focus determines what it is that I will literally see in my reality. So really powerful spiritual skill set, I guess, to be able to focus on what it is that you wish to see. Right? Who was it? Was it Gandhi who said, be the change you wish to see, right? Be the change that you wish to seek. Be the person by doing that inner work, again, knowing yourself, accepting yourself, and being the creator of your reality. And when you choose that, of course, naturally, you're going to choose abundance. There's no charge on it because it's not about whether you're worthy or not. It just simply becomes a choice. Are you choosing that or not? There's no favors associated with it. There's no hierarchy. There's no... I'm better than you are, it's a choice in regards to whether you're choosing to receive that into your reality. And when you are choosing to receive that in your reality, you're going to be in the focus of, yes, it's available, yes, it's there for me, yes, I can create this, yes, when I get my energetic frequency lined up with what it is that I desire, it's a rule of the universe, it's an immutable law, so it comes to pass inevitably. Rather than thinking about all the things that I'm missing, I don't have the money, I don't have the abundance, all those thought processes literally repel money away from you because the universe is responding to where you place your energy and attention. So this is really a simple concept of focus. But if you want to get really good at manifesting, manifesting quickly, easily, effortlessly, you will be on this and all lit up. Right? If you make this one thing your singular focus, right, that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to train myself to focus my attention in a way that serves me. If I'm talking smack about somebody else, I'm going to redirect my attention towards what it is that I create. If I'm talking smack about myself, I'm going to redirect my attention to what it is that I want to create. Right? I'm going to be willing to make that choice to keep on refocusing my attention on where I want my energy to go. You can't create what it is that you want by focusing on what you don't want. You can't can't create what it is that you want by focusing on what you don't want. It's like, like I said, it's like trying to get out of the car through the exhaust pipe. It just don't, doesn't work. It will never work. You need to focus on what it is that you do desire, how you do want to feel, knowing it, feeling it, leaning into it, creating the certainty, creating the narrative around it, looking for the truth, looking for evidence, creating more and more certainty, flowing your attention that way over and over and over and over again. When you have that skill set, when you've embodied that, when you are knowing how to do that without even thinking about it, that's when you'll be in flow. That's when you'll be magnetizing your desires. That's when you get to feel amazing. That's when your energy field is really expanded because you've you've nailed it. You've figured out how it works. Take some energy, take some effort, take some work, but it's so worth it. Because everybody wants to live in that place where they feel good, they're attracting what they want, they feel amazing in their body, literally 
they know themselves as the creator of their reality. And the beautiful thing about knowing yourself as the creator of your reality is essentially that you are allowing life force energy to move through you at a bigger volume. You're choosing essentially to know yourself as the universe, to know yourself as divine, to know yourself as the creator, as an extension of source energy. And that is truly powerful and magical energy. That's the energy of bliss. That's the energy of joy. And that's what is available to you when you know how to focus your attention in the right way. I am sending you so much love and light, folks. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Do come over onto Facebook and join us in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group. It's called Intuitive Life Academy, Creating Profit for Lightworkers. Uh, we share a lot of information there in regards to how to ascend, how to know yourself, how to accept yourself, how to know yourself as the creator of reality so you can create the, the business, the wealth, the outcomes that you desire. You can create abundance from the inside out. I'm sending you so much love and light. I will look forward to connecting to you next time. Bye for now. Hey folks, thanks for listening to the show today. It is always a pleasure to have your company. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. And if you found this information beneficial, please do write us a review on iTunes especially. That really helps other people to find this information and we would very much appreciate that. If you would like to connect with me directly, the best place to do that is www.rebeccadavison.life. That's L-I-F-E. Davison is spelled D-A-V-I-S-O-N. If you'd like to connect there, we can have a conversation about what it takes for you to activate your inner power proposition and to be able to create the income levels that you desire. From my heart to yours, I very much appreciate you tuning in and listening. I'm sending you so much love and many, many blessings. And I want you to know that everything is available to you. You have the power within you and that's the best place to look. Sending you so much love and many, many blessings. Till next time. Bye for now.